Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in. It is Saturday night. We're about to do a quick preview of Sunday morning's message, which is going to be absolutely um, amazing tomorrow at Harvest Church. But come on in. Do me a favor and let me know where you are watching from. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you are watching from. Hey, I pray that your week has been amazing. Y'all tell me how your week was. Zero to ten. Ten being amazing. Zero being, I want to do over. Tell me where your week was. Zero to 10. Drop that in the comments. Talk to me. Talk to me tonight. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me tonight. Zero to 10. Let me know where your week was. Hey, listen, we're going to do a little different tonight. We've got uh, Bishop Foreman IG, Bishop Foreman TikTok, also uh, Bishop Foreman Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. We've got that up there. Come on, 10s. 12. Come on, 12 week. I love it. I love it. I love it. In the comments, drop it. Hey, Hawaii, good to see you over here on TikTok. Let me know where you're watching from and do this for me. Let me know how your week was. Zero to 10. 10, amazing. Zero, you want to do over. Let me know how your week was. Come on. I love it. No, listen, keep that 12. You hear me, Station to go. Keep that 12 energy. Convocation. All right. Awesome. God bless you. 10. Shalom from Tampa. What's going on, Tampa? Hello, hello. Nine. Come on, nine. I'll take a nine out of a nine. Come on, 10. Let's go. Let's go. Good to see you. Come on, talk to me. Let me know how your week was. Uh, it was 10. No complaints. Awesome. Palm Springs. Good to see you. 10. Y'all better come on with these 10s. I see a 6. All right. Okay. Listen, that's better than 5. You got to learn how to celebrate. Take a victory. Let's go 7. This is good, y'all. I love this. Come on. Let me know how your week was. 0 to 10. 10. Make amazing. Zero means you want to do over. Talk to me. Hey, LA. I hope everything is going well out there. Brazil, good to see you. Come on, Jersey, Indiana, East Aurora got you. A five. Well, listen, you got to celebrate that. Five is grace, five is favor. I pray this next week is better for you. Hey, Albany, Georgia, good to see you. Let's go, let's go. Um, eight, what we got? A 17. I'm scared of you. Come on, 17. That's amazing. 10, that's great. I see an eight here. All right. Birthday week. So it was a 10. Happy birthday to you. Awesome. 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 So listen, y'all. Um, listen, number one, I want to make sure that you're staying connected to Harvest and I. Best way to do that is to get our app. Hey, Panama City, that's a nine. Best way to do that is to get our app. How do you do that? You're going to text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. That's the best way to stay connected to all things related to Harvest. For those of you down here on the Bishop Forum and Facebook, IG, and YouTube, you're seeing me uh, look at you down here because you're down here. You're my iPad versus up here. So that's how we're doing that. Um, so listen, let me also say this. Uh, I'm aware that there's been, uh, over the last few weeks, there's been uh, a lot more spoof and fake accounts creates, not spoof, they're spam accounts created, particularly over here on this IG of me. Um, and so listen, um, just know that if you're getting a message from me in your inbox, I literally just saw one on TikTok. Somebody saying, is this you uh, messaging me, talking about the Lord told me to give you some money and all of that, but you got to send it. No, 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 no. All of my social media accounts have the blue check with the exception of Twitter. And, um, and so um, you can rest assured of that. If you ever get a message from those accounts, please let us know. And then please be sure to report those accounts. All right. How many of you have been messaged or had some type of comments from one of those fake accounts? It happens. 
Just wave at me if you've had that happen. I just want you to know that we're aware and everything, everything we can do to stop them, we do that, we report them. But, you know, I view it as a good way. They say imitation is the best form of flattery. So, hey, listen, to God be the glory. That's cool. All right. Um, so just be mindful of that. All right. Other thing, I want to say this real quick before I get into the message preview. I recognize um, that yesterday um, there was a decision made by the Supreme Court. And I recognize that there are many people uh, on various sides of that issue. And here's what I will say to that issue. One of the things I'm going to start doing, particularly on the Bishop Foreman uh, social platforms, just the Bishop Foreman ones, um, is speaking to a lot of these issues. A lot of the time, I do not um, speak to certain issues, not because I don't have anything to say, um, but because I recognize the power of the enemy to take words, twist words, and create unnecessary division in the body, right? Um, I remember years ago, I did this series called American Idols, and I talked just about some very basic things. I talked about racism. I talked about the issue of abortion. I talked about a variety of different things, and I simply talked about it from a biblical perspective, and I gave facts. I gave people facts, like I showed um, how, you know, often in the media, for example, they talk about black on black crime. And I showed how actually white on white crime was higher um, in terms of a percentage. In fact, for every a racial group, it's higher. Racial groups, violence tends to be amongst a person's own uh, homogeneous type group, right? So if, if around African-Americans, African-Americans, Hispanics, Hispanics, and so on. And I remember when I did that series that what ended up, ha I mean, it was like a whole section um, of the church. All I did was tell the truth, right? I didn't judge anybody or beat anybody down. Y'all know my heart. We love God. We love people. We love life. And I remember um, I seeing the offense of people. And I, to be honest, I didn't care that they were offended um, because, I mean, if you can't handle the truth, then you got, there's something going on anyhow. Um, but what it showed me was that, can I be honest with you? Is that, God bless you, that many people don't care about the truth. They care about their narrative. I need y'all to talk to me tonight in these comments. Have you ever met somebody that the facts did not matter? The only thing they cared about was about their narrative. And so I learned, um, I learned, I learned, I learned uh, um, from that series that if I'm going to speak on social issues, um, I learned to do that differently. I learned to do that differently. I learned to deal with the substratum of it. And so I, I, I remember that series. It was the craziest thing because I remember teaching about um, and, and lifting shame and guilt and condemnation from people. And I remember uh, a woman who had had multiple abortions came up, but after all I did was tell the truth. Um, and, and it wasn't negative. It wasn't condemning. In fact, it was the quite opposite of that. And I would just, I was like, man, out of all people, you should be rejoicing off of what I just said. Um, and so I've learned to do that with wisdom. So um, uh, I have learned also too, to not get in street side fights. Uh, and street side fights with people. A lot of people want to get on social media and they want to have fights about things. They want to fight. They want to fight. They want to start a fight. And I get people who are clout chasing and people who are link baiting and all of that. They want to talk to these things for that reason. That's not my heart. That's not who I am. And uh, uh, great point. And, and so that's not who I am. And so I don't do it just for clickbait and things like that. But I recognize that um, that I must put my voice in the public sphere. Even when I sit and I talk to a lot of um, elected officials and different things like that, when I tell them this is what y'all should do, they're like, that's really great. And I'm like, well, y'all going to stop just taking my ideas and, and not 
um, and, and, and not doing that. So um, I'm going to do something with, um, on, with, on the Bishop Foreman social channels that speak to a lot of those issues. And, uh, and so that you all are aware of that. And I'm, as you know, with me, I'm going to give you Bible for that. But I just want you to know why I haven't said anything and why Harvest as a church, we don't take stances on those types of issues because the reality is most of the times people aren't really interested in the facts. They're interested in their narrative. Can I get an amen right there from anybody that knows what, that I'm telling the truth? And some people, they don't care about the facts. They care about their narrative. They care about their agenda. They care about condemning other people because their issue ain't somebody else's issue. And can I tell us all the only thing we, come on here, we don't take sides, we take over. And let me say this, the only thing we should be doing to people is lifting people up. The only thing we should be doing to people is speaking life into people. The only thing we should be doing into people is empowering people. I am not with um, this crazy Americanized Christianity that thinks that you're more of a Christian because you're tearing people down because you're taking stuff from them. And, you're t and, and I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I'm not into that. We will speak. One of our core values says we will use our platform to preach the good news and lift people up and not condemn people. And I mean that. Can somebody back me up in these comments? I mean that thing. Um, and so I refuse to be pulled into a stupid fight where, where people don't even, most people don't even want the facts. Facts be doggone. And I say another word. Facts be doggone. They just want to have their narrative and they just want to say their stuff and, and all of that. And then most of the people who are condemning people are doing the same things. Let's go there that they're condemning other people of. And I'm not with that either. Don't be sitting up beating everybody down and tearing everybody down. And then you you doing it. OK, let's move on. Listen, so we're in this series. I could stay on that all day because that. All right. Let, we're in this series called Daddy Issues. And we've been talking about how you are literally the curse breaker in your bloodline. And on Wednesday, in Wednesday's message, I taught you um, that you have to be fine with being the first because for many of you, you will be the first in your bloodline to break every generational curse, to break every generational curse. You will be the first one in your bloodline. Can I get you to drop a one in the comments? If you already see some areas in your life where you are already the, the curse breaker in your bloodline, you are already that. And then can I get a few of you to put the area where you've already broken some generational curses? Is it in your finances? Is it in your relationships? Is it in, what is it? Is it in uh, um, with your kids? Where Can I get you to drop a one? But then for a few of you, tell me the area where you have already, um, where you have already seen that you have broken a generational curse. Can I get you to type that on the screen? What is a generational curse? It is a destructive pattern of behavior that is passed down and around. It's a destructive, come on, family relationships, Carolyn. I see you over here, business owner over here, Kim. Come on. All right, poverty, come on. Come on. All right, what else? What else? What else? Come on, thank you for those who are already showing uh, using the badges on the Bishop Foreman IG. Come on, talk to me. What other areas? Communication. Come on, let's go. I love it. Come on, Jackie. That's awesome. Finances. Come on, Jackie Ray. Family, marriage. That's good. Not settling. This is good. Finances, parenting, education, purpose, kids and relationship, addiction, lack. Y'all better testify. Submission. Oh, my Serving with excellence, business, going to college. This is amazing, you all. I want you to recognize that as a curse breaker and as you are the curse breaker in your bloodline, you need to be fine with being first. And this is so very important that you understand this. Why? Because the Bible says, Proverbs 10, 29, 
destruction will come shall be to the workers of iniquity. And what is iniquity? It is sin and transgression that's passed down and around. I've taught you there's three types of sin in the Bible. Sin, number one, to miss the mark. That means to make a mistake. Number two, transgression. That's to willfully deviate from what you know to be right. And then number three, um, iniquity. That's sin and transgression that's passed down and around. Sin and transgression that's passed down and around. And the scripture makes it clear that if you practice iniquity, that it brings destruction. And that's where you get the term a generational curse. And that thing is going to continue uninterrupted until somebody is the interruption. In this series, I've been teaching you that you are the interruption. You are the interruption. I need a few of you to say that I'm the interruption. I'm the interruption. I'm the interruption. All right. In understanding that you're the interruption, I gave you four specific steps to take because I don't know about you, but I'm a how-to type of person. I am a how-to type of person. And guys, keep putting those areas you broken curses. Don't think because I'm not calling them out. They're not important. These are awesome things to see. Awesome, awesome, awesome. As a shepherd, it blesses my heart tremendously because I'm into the results of the people that I lead. That's what blesses me. You being the interruption to this, uh, it will continue unless somebody says it ends with me. And I gave you four steps. I'm a how-to guy. I like steps. Give me steps. Don't just give me a bunch of blah, 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 won't he do it, won't he do it, won't he do it. Give me some steps. I gave you step number one. You have to call it out. You have to discover that something is a curse so that you don't think it's part of your character. For most people, things that we have done that are generational curses, and let me get everybody right now to share. If you haven't shared me, can I get, I don't see any shares over here on the TikTok. Can you share that? Can I get you to use the triangle to the bottom over here on IG to share? And then if you're on one of the Bishop Foreman Facebook or YouTubes or what have you, can I get you to share also, all right? When you share, people get saved. Also, make sure on Facebook that you um, um, and YouTube that you click the link to subscribe and to get notifications every time we go live. All right? It's going to continue unless there's an interruption. So you have to call it out. So I began to walk you through all these different areas that Deuteronomy 28, there's literally a chapter that is dedicated to laying out the things that would be curses. All right. And you need to know that it's a curse versus part of your character, because some people may say this is just how I am. And as a curse breaker, you cannot have that language in your vocabulary. Had you asked me in January of 2021, I would have told you I am not a gym person. I am not a workout fitness person. I'm not that. If you were to ask me that today, I, listen, most people think, you know, what's funny. When I'm in the elevator somewhere or walking somewhere, do you know I was with somebody in the elevator and my brother several weeks ago in the elevator and a guy looked over at me and he said, man, what are you, your football coach? I said, I told you. I said, that's what they all say. They said, am I some type of coach? Because now that's something that, I, that is, it's a passion of mine. It's very important to me. Um, in fact, once I finish this preview, I got to go because um, normally Sundays and Wednesdays are my not uh, no workout and kind of eat eat free days. Well, today was my eat free day. And so um, I need to make sure I'm in that gym today. You better hear me. All right. But in that, if you were to ask me 17 years ago, are you going to be a man? That's true. Uh, are you going to be a, um, you know, are, do you want to be a senior pastor? I would have told you no. I would have said no way, Jose. No way, Josie. I do not want to be 
a doggone uh, senior pastor. If you asked me 17 years ago, do you want to be a bishop? I would have said, no, I don't want to pastor pastors. I'm, I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing in ministry and I'm enjoying what I'm doing in business. No, here's the deal. Free yourself up to evolve. If you're going to be a curse breaker, you have to free yourself up to evolve. All right. So you can never say to me, you can never say to God, you can never say to yourself, you can never say to anybody, this is just who I am. No, you got to be able to call things out and free yourself up to evolve. Free yourself up to evolve. Free yourself up to evolve. So number one, you call it out. Is this a curse or is this just part of my character? Your character, meaning who you're made up to be. Number two, um, you have to confess it. I showed you from Leviticus where the scripture says that uh, if you would confess your iniquity and the iniquity of your fathers, which means the previous generations. So the Bible says you got to confess your own stuff. Once you see something as a curse, you got to confess it. I recognize that the fear of evolving existed on my paternal side. So I had to call that thing out and I had to confess that thing out. Um, I recognize that sometimes a fear of taking risk um, uh, was in uh, was in the in previous generations. I had to call that thing out. The Bible says Leviticus 26, you're going to have to confess the iniqui your iniquity where you've practiced and if you see it in, in the previous generations, you got to call it out, which is why every parent that loves your child, what should you do? You should go to them and say, son, say, daughter, listen, this is where I messed up and give them the opportunity to know so that when they know you have the opportunity to allow them to be the curse breaker, they need to confess it. The Bible says it's not enough for you to confess yours only. You got to confess theirs too. You're not asking God to forgive you for what they did. You're telling the Lord, Lord, I know what they did and I know what they did was a curse, but I'm the curse breaker. Number one, call it out. Number two, confess it. And the Bible says if you don't confess it, the Bible says that you're going to waste away or rot away like them. Please listen to me. For some of you, here's what a generational curse does. It wants you to be so against what you've seen happen in somebody's and uh, uh, some prior generation in your bloodline, whether it's paternal, maternal, cousins, whatever, it wants you to be so against it that you don't even recognize that you have become it. I'm gonna say it again: that you can be so against it that you will not even recognize that you have become it. I'm gonna say it a third time: to be so against it that you don't even recognize you have become it. It says they, you will rot away like them, which means every negative thing you saw happen to prior generations will happen to you if you choose not to break it. And I need you to make this declaration and say, not me. Come on, y'all, not me. You will not die from breast cancer. You will not die from diabetes. You will not die uh, from mismanaged uh, uh, relationships. You will not die because of stress. Y'all better talk to me in these kind. Not you. Mm -mm. Not you. Not you. I bet you won't. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not not yours. No. Not you. Not you. Not you. That will not be you. You have to make that declaration because the scripture says that's what that thing is doing. That generational curse is trying to lure you out to that place. Where literally you, the Bible says, Leviticus 26, 
and 39, you will rot away like them. Like them. Like them. So if you saw them in a horrible marriage, here's what the generational curse wants to do. Get you locked up in one. Some of y'all better be grateful that you that you got out of a bad relationship. Why? That thing was, oh, shit. That thing was trying to lock you up into a miserable marriage so that you'd rot away like you saw them. Who am I talking to tonight? That thing was trying to get you caught up in some bad relations, in some bad friendships so that they would literally get you caught up, not you. All right. Then number three, I taught you to change, to change. So part of being a curse breaker deals with you making Leviticus 26, 41 says make amends for iniquity. Amends there, A-M-E-N-D, to amend. And to amend something, hear me clearly, it means to change. To amend something, it means to change. To amend something, it means to change. To amend something, I see a prayer request over here. Make sure you get, get us at the end. Um, to amend something, it means to change, right? So it is not enough to just say, I am the curse breaker, and yet you not change your actions that match the curse. Come on, y'all. If you're just coming in, I need you to tell me where you're watching from and make sure you say this thing tonight. It is not enough. Hear me clearly. It is not enough for you to simply say, I'm the curse breaker, and you change nothing. To amend an agreement means you change an agreement. To amend a route means you change the route. What are you changing that you discovered was a curse? Come on, y'all. What are you changing that you discovered was a curse? If you discover, uh, um, and we looked at several of them throughout the series, but if you discovered, and I want to point you back uh, to the message in which I broke those down, and it is my intention in the last message of this series to go uh, deeper into that um, and to go deeper into those. Um, but let me give them to you. Deuteronomy 28, a victim mentality, constant lack, repeated emotional breakdowns, confusion over what should be simple, chronic fear, repeated sickness, never succeeding in anything, life barrenness, sexual and reproductive issues, chronic marriage and family problems, financial insufficiency, being accident prone, unnatural deaths, children marrying their destruction, active and being taken advantage of. It means you help people do you wrong. Weak and passive men and overbearing women. The Bible says that all of those things are curses. And that's a partial list. That is not a full list. But once you discover that something is a curse, what are you doing to make amends to change? Which means, you ready? If chronic fear, and what? how do you know it's chronic fear? Chronic fear, hear me, is a fear. Um, whenever something is chronic, that means it cripples, which means you literally will get stuck in the paralysis of analysis. Wave at me if you have experienced, and, and, and listen, and I'm not just talking about once or twice. I'm talking about wave at me if you consistently experience chronic fear. Wave at me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If you know you consistently deal with chronic fear, wave at me, all right? I mean, chronic fear, it cripples you. You can't go left, you can't go right, you can't go up, you can't go down, you can't go to the side. You're stuck in the paralysis of analysis. You, are, you get stuck there. You get stuck there. You get stuck there, all right? All right, pay attention, listen very carefully, all right? The Bible says that thing is a curse that must be broken. So how do I change that? You ready? The way you change that is very simple. To make amends is that the areas where you normally operate in chronic fear, here's what you do. You got to jump, jump, 
Curse break and make you. John, John. Come on, y'all. I need you to bring back that crisscross song from back in the day. I need you to put that on the screen. Jump, jump. That means you got to jump, jump. <laughs> crisscross make it. Jump, jump. Curse break or make it. Jump, jump. Jesus Christ will make it. Jump, jump. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jump, jump. That's going to be the theme in the morning. Doom, doom, doom. You got to jump. You have to jump. You have to jump. You have to jump, right? That's the only, if you're going to be the curse breaker, I have to choose, I, excuse me, I have to change. And the change, once I recognize something is a curse, I have to make a change. So I have to do something different than simply sit there and say, I know this is a curse. I need to do something about it. Most people at the beginning of this year, I told the Lord, I said, I said son, this is going to be a weird year. I'm like, okay. Um, he told me that. Again, what was that? October 21st of 2021, he told me that. That this is going to be a weird year in 2022. Um, and it has been. It's been an amazing year, but it's also been a weird year. And I told the Lord at the beginning of this year, I said, Lord, whatever you ordain for me. This is what I told him. I said, I will jump. Whoop! And when you watch me, because how do you break fear? You do it scared. Right? You seeing this thing? Four step I gave you to break generational curses. Number one, call it out. Number two, confess it. Number three, change. Number four, here you go. Choose. Choose. Your everyday choices make you a curse breaker. Your everyday choices make you a curse breaker. Your everyday choices make you a curse breaker. <laughs> Somebody said Bishop got bars. Listen, I just borrowed them, but I love it though. Your everyday choices make you a curse breaker. Your everyday choices make you a curse breaker. Deuteronomy 30, 19. Today, I set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life. God says, choose. Now that's, if I wanted to go there, I could go there. I'm going to leave it alone. But God says to people, you choose. God says to people, you choose. If I wanted to go there, I could go there. I'm going to leave it alone now. God says, you choose. You choose. You choose. Okay? Now, you have to make that choice. I, we got a couple of minutes for me to set you up for tomorrow. I introduce you to this man that the scripture calls the Gadarene demoniac. The Gadarene demoniac. The Gadarene demoniac. Right? Now, um, this man in Mark chapter 5, he is described as one man. One man, one man. Can you drop it on the screen? One man, one man, one man, one man, um, one man. Now, this is important, right? He says, um, my name is Legion, for we are many. But he's what? One man. Can I get a few of you to drop that on each platform? He's one man. He's one man. He's one man. Now, an understanding that um, he answers Jesus. Jesus says, what is your name? He says, my name is Legion, for we are many. My name is Legion, for we are many. But watch the change that happens, guys. In Matthew, when Matthew tells the, or excuse me, when Mark tells the, or uh, Matthew, excuse me, tells the same story about the same man. Matthew and Mark are with Jesus. They are with them at the same time. When Matthew tells the same story, Matthew, who is a tax collector, which means he is good with his numbers. Matthew, do you know what he does? Matthew says there were two demon-possessed men. Shut your mouth. What does this mean? 
This means that generational curses can make you act like two different people. And this is sometimes why people have struggled to change is because there's two different people trying to change. There's the believer you, there's the unbeliever you. There's the I trust you, God, you, and there's the I don't know you. There's the I love you, Lord, you, and then I'm not sure you. There are these two different people. Um, and I began to teach you that you're going to have to be okay being, watch me, the first one to not only break generational curses in your bloodline, but you're going to have to be okay with the fact that the scripture says in Mark 5, that the people that saw this man acting crazy, once he was in his right mind, the Bible says they were afraid of him. Now, this is crazy, y'all. They weren't scared of the man until the man was in his right mind. There are some people, you got to hear me. There are some people that they like you when you act curse. They like you when you act in a fool. They like you when you got your church you and your non-church you. They like you when it seems like you're two different people. But the moment you start getting your mind to get, who am I talking to tonight? The moment you have your mind together, the scripture says they were afraid of him. They were only scared of him when he got his stuff together. There's some of you that people like you when you're struggling. They like you when you're dealing with emotional issues. They like you when you're having a breakdown. They like you when you need them. They like that. But the moment you don't, ooh, the Bible says they were afraid of the man. And so I began to teach you how to deal with that. That's Wednesday's message. Go check it out in our app or our website. How do you get it? Text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. And I get a few of you to put that on each platform. Tomorrow's message is this, it is how to, uh, how to live or living like a curse breaker is what it's called, living like a curse breaker. Now, um, what this is going to do, tomorrow's message is going to teach you how to literally live out this life of a curse breaker. Like, it's a great concept. We shout it and we should shout. We give God glory and we should. We touch our neighbor on the shoulder and we should. We type things in the comments and we should. But how am I going to live this out every single day? That's tomorrow's series. And I'm going to introduce you to a man who the Bible says, and watch me, once I introduce you to this man tomorrow, you're never, you're, look at me, you're never going to believe who it is. You won't. You're not going to believe who it is. Um, I'm going to introduce you to a man that the Lord used greatly, that the Lord loved greatly. But listen to me. But he did not break the generational curses. And because he didn't, the Bible says that he dies in a place. You ready? That's literally named. You ready? After the generational curses of his fathers. I'm going to say it again. He dies in a place that literally means sins of the fathers. He dies in a place that literally means these are the sins of the fathers. This is the stuff you were supposed to break. Somebody says, this is in your book. Awesome. He lived, but God used him greatly. He was a great man of God. God used him incredibly, but he literally dies in a place named you should. It, essentially, here's what it is. Low key. You should have broke the curses. God used him greatly, but his end, you better hear me, his end was literally in the sins of his fathers. You ready? I'm going to introduce you to that man tomorrow. And when I introduce you to him, you're going to be shocked because you're going to be like, not him. 
Him? Ooh, no. I'm literally going to show you that. The Lord literally says to him, um, because of this thing you've done, and I don't want to give it away, because of this thing you've done, you're going to die in the sins of your fathers. What? Are you joking? And I need you to make this declaration. Not me. Come on, say it again, y'all. Every platform. Not me. Not me. That's tomorrow's message. Anybody else excited about that word? Somebody says, sir, I need to know who it was now. Hey, you got to be, you, well, you'll, be, you'll be there in the morning. I'll see you in the morning. I, you, you are not coming in particular. I know you, you'll be there in the morning. I want to encourage everybody to make it your business to be, if you're in Denver, you can join us uh, at the building, 9.15 a.m. and 11.15 a.m. Or you can watch online, 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time and 1.15 uh, a, excuse me, 11.15 Eastern, 1.15 Eastern Mountain Time. It's going to be 9.15 and 11.15. I also, let me tell you this, have a huge, a huge announcement to make tomorrow. And uh, I want to encourage you not to miss either experience. I have a huge, how big is the announcement? Huge. Huge. <laughs> All right. A huge announcement to make uh, in the morning. So you want to make sure that you are there um, as a part of that. It's going to be phenomenal. And then my dream team, do not forget um, to be with me tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Mountain and uh, it's 10 East Coast time for my dream time. Dream, dream time. Dream team. Dream team. Uh, party. That's going to be great. I can't wait to see you all in the morning. You? Look, Atlanta is on there talking about Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Y'all better come over here. Atlanta, Atlanta's asking, asking, asking. It's a huge announcement, right? So it's going to be amazing. All right, come on. You better come on here at 7.50. You right about it 10 minutes early. I love you guys. Last two things. Um, I want to, last three things I want to do. Number one, one, um, y'all are guessing. I'm, uh, y'all should know me. You know I'm not going to tell you tonight. Um, um, but here's what I, here's what I need you to say, or here's what I need you to know. Number one, number one, number one, number one, make sure, um, that you share this when we get off of here tonight. All right. Once we get off tonight, you got to make sure that you share when you share people get saved. All right. So please make sure you share it in your story and fight people to church, uh, and fight people here in Denver, invite them online, invite them everywhere. All right. All right. Number two, dos, dos. Um, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, I want to encourage you to give your life to the Lord. It was so cool. I had agreed a long time ago um, to do this virtual event. And I think, Elijah, you still on here? I um, agreed a long time ago to do this virtual event. And it was awesome. Um, it was a Back to the Cross Youth Revival is what it was called. And uh, somebody says, we know it's ATL. You're too excited. I, guys, I'm always excited. Yeah, listen, folks, I'm always excited, folks. <laughs> I'm always excited. Um, so I love that. I love inviting people. A lot of my residents wants. Come on. We're going to do prayer requests, too. I've seen a couple of prayer requests come up. All right. Thank you over here. We're going to do prayer requests. Um, y'all don't let me forget that because um, I see lots of people uh, requesting prayer. And so what are we going to do, y'all? We're going to meet the need. Um, but but um, um, and earlier. I uh, did this a couple years, a couple hours ago, and um, we saw um, somebody give their life to the Lord on that. So when you share, people get saved. All right, number two, number two, number two, number two. Um, tonight, if this if this bless you, I want to encourage you to be a blessing. How do you do that? 
You sow, you release the seed. Harvest is good ground. What you have seen in me is you've seen consistency for me. You have seen me be consistent. And I don't say that for my glory. I say that to the glory of God. Um, in the pandemic, guys, when many were saying, hey, I'm going on vacation. I'm doing this. I ain't going to be all that. I remain consistent. The Lord told me, he said, son, you need to be consistent because you're about to be the only consistent in many people's lives because everything is about to change around them. So you've seen me be consistent. And um, and so um, you, you should sow into that consistency and then the blessing that it is to you. How can you sow? You can use the cash at dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end or um, love you too. Or um, um, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify and Given. All of that is available for you. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Um, should you want to do it that way? If you're going to release a seed tonight, I want to. Here's the number that I just heard. So I'm just going. It's not even directly connected to this particular scripture, but I heard this number twenty five. I want you to. I want you to release a seed of twenty five. Two witness five grace. Release a seed of twenty five dollars. That's what I just heard while I was just sitting right there. Twenty five. All right. If you're sowing tonight, and of course, if you're already connected to Harvest on text to give or online giving, you can give it that way. If tonight you need to give your life to the Lord, and y'all know this is excellent ground. You know that. The praise reports speak for themselves. I mean, come on. The praise reports speak for themselves. Um, the things that God does in the lives of the people connected to Harvest. It's amazing. Um, it's just, it's amazing to me. All right. It's amazing, but it's not amazing because he's just doing what he said he was going to do. Next, and over here on Instagram, you could use the badges too. If you need to give your life to the Lord or become a Christian, do me a favor. On the count of three, just do that hand wave emoji that says me, and then I want to take these prayer requests real quick. And to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me tonight on whatever platform you are on. Do that when I count to three. One, two, three. Respond right now. Look at that praise report. Save my life. Come on, God. Do it, Lord, to God be the glory. Do that hand wavy emoji or say, it's me, wherever you're at, wherever you are at, do that hand wave emoji or say, it is me. I have to put a praise report in. Come on. Amazing. Put it in. Do it tonight, Christy. Do it tonight. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself a little, or be sure to respond right now. Do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me, wherever you are at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. Good job, Chrissy, earlier on the YouTube, on the thing we were on earlier, the, uh, the youth thing. Good job. I see you. I got your hand over here. I got you. I got you. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. I just want to lead you in a prayer. That's all. Bishop Foreman, why do I have to respond publicly? Can I just respond in my heart? Nope. The Bible says if you deny him publicly, he'll deny you publicly. That's why I ask you to respond. I'm just getting you to do what Jesus said to do. He said, if don't be ashamed of him, he won't be ashamed of you. So respond, respond, respond. Wherever you're at, do that hand with the emoji or say, it is me. I see that over on, on TikTok. I'm gonna count down from five and then um, we're gonna take prayer requests. We're gonna end this preview with prayer requests. Five, four, three. If that's you, respond before I get to zero so I can pray with you. If tonight was your last night on earth and you were to never open your eyes again, I need you to know that if you open them, you'd be with the Lord. I need you to open your eyes and it'd be cool, not hot. I see you. I got you. I got you. I need when you open your eyes for it to be cool and not hot. I don't need you to open your eyes and feel like you just got off a plane in Miami in the middle of July. Did you hear me? Hot hell. I don't need you there. 
I need you with the Lord. Okay? We need you with the Lord. All right? Everybody, pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Everybody pray with me. Say, give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. I commit my life to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Listen, guys, um, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, here's what you got to do. You text the word decision to the phone number 877-552. Y'all are on it. Thank you. 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Let's do this, guys. I saw several prayer requests come in. Can I get you? If you have a prayer request, drop it on the screen right now. Drop it on the screen right now. And I want to do something. Um, I want to empower you tonight to cover um, the prayer request tonight. What do you mean by that, Bishop? Um, at Harvest, we don't have a prayer ministry or prayer department, a prayer leader, a prayer ministry lead, because that doesn't make sense to me. The Bible says we're all supposed to pray. And so to me, I never understood the concept of a department that was designed to do something that everybody's supposed to do. I'm not knocking those that do it. I just don't get it. All right, all of us are supposed to pray. So can I get you, once you pray over these prayer requests to me, I'm just gonna get you to type this word, covered, covered. Father, we cover every single prayer request right now on every platform that we're on live right now. And Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that you are the God that will bring strategy, that you are the God that will bring answers, and we call this prayer request covered tonight. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke the enemy in every way, shape, situation, and form, and we cover them now, and we expect, God, that you will bring strategy, you will bring results, you will bring answers, and not just strategy, results, and answers, but God, give them the fortitude to walk out the strategy, results, and answers that you provide. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody said, amen. Listen, guys, once you pray that with me, just type covered, covered 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 we pray for and cover one another all right i'll see you guys in the morning 9 15 a.m mountain 11 15 a.m mountain 11 15 a.m eastern 1 15 eastern have a huge announcement um in the morning at both experiences um my dream team um will be a part of that first um and i'll see y'all at eight o'clock a.m. in the morning time, or seven for one of my California harvesters. I love you guys. Please go share this. This is why we do these message previews. Please go share. When you share, people get saved. Let me tell you the power of sharing. Let me pull this up. I want to go over to our podcast numbers. I want to go into our podcast. I'm going to go to our dashboard. I need you to know when you share, people get saved, and it's powerful. All right? Look at this. I want you to see this. For yourself, all right? Because sometimes, it, and I share these things with you, not for any other reason, just so that you know the power of your share, all right? So look at this. This this is the dashboard. This is the dashboard, right, of our podcast. I want you to see how many podcast downloads just in the last, let me do it there, in the last 30 days. I need you to share, y'all. When you share, people get saved. When you share, look, up 30% from the previous 30 years. When you share, people get saved. The only, hear me, the only reason I'm sharing that with you 
is that I need you to know that when you share, it works. And it's more than just what you see on these lives. You got to hear me. It's more than what you see on these lives. All right. Um, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. And we got, listen, by no means have we arrived. We got way more work to do. Huh? Way more work to do. But I just want you to know that it's powerful when you share. So please make sure you share. Put it in your Instagram story. Share it um, every place that you possibly can. And let's change some lives together. All right? I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Go share. Make sure that you sow too. Whatever you release. Um, the word, the number I heard specifically was $25 tonight. So I'm going to sow that seed myself. All right, go sow. Love you. See you in the morning. Shalom. Bye-bye, TikTok. Bam, bam, bam. Shalom, IG. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.